After her husband's affair, Amanda thought her marriage was over, but then she found our broadcast app. So really, focus on the family gave me hope,、uh, and it gave me a change in perspective. You know that no, not every marriage is going to end. There is hope. I'm Jim Daly. Together, we can rescue more marriages like Amanda's, especially during this pandemic. Donate today at focusonthefamily.ca/give. You're tired. You need to go to bed. It's past your bedtime. I don't want to go to bed. I don't want to go to bed. Well, you're tired. You need to go to bed. I don't want to go to bed. Okay. You have a choice. Do you want to put on your pajamas and brush your teeth and go to bed, or do you want to spank it? She put her finger in my face. No. You know the joys of bedtime when you have little children. That is Ken Kington, and we've got some comic relief to share about the highs and the lows of doing life together as a family. Your host is Focus on the Family president Jim Daly, and I'm John Fuller. <laughs> well, John, when times are hard, it's important to enjoy some laughter. I believe in that, and that's what we have in store. With our guest Ken Kington today,、uh, Ken is a very popular comedian and motivational speaker, and he's got quite a knack for finding the humor in everyday moments with his wife and three kids. So I know you're going to enjoy his message. Let's go ahead and get into it. Here's Ken Kington from his、uh, DVD called Wow Moments, and we're going to pick up after his opening remarks on today's episode of Focus on the Family. Getting old's not easy, but I, I got to tell you, in a marriage, is wonderful. I love being married. It's not easy. It's not easy, but it's worth it. Hey, anybody? Any newlyweds here tonight? Any newlyweds? Married less than a year? Anybody? Oh, that's oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. You should be proud. Of I love being around newlyweds. They're just oh, I love you. I love you so much. I love you so much. No, I love you more. I love you more. Just when you're gone, I can't breathe. It's just like it's like my heart's gone. It's like, like he's going to work. He's coming home. All right. Just, it's okay. It's all right. And then you go to this day. We're in the stage now. We're in the stage now where it's like we're seeing the differences, and and that little five percent that's different can drive you crazy. I'm I'm OCD. My wife's like, you are so OCD, OCD. I mean, and I am. My clothes are all in the right order, and it's different colors, and and I can't go by the sink where there's a dish. Oh, the dish! I gotta wash the dish. And and there's some good side effects, ladies. I wash the dishes at my house. Okay, yeah, I know. Yeah. I vacuum without being asked. So try to contain yourself because I wash and soften and dry and fold and iron all the laundry at my house. Now I'm fully aware that I am below average looking, but for women over 30, I may have just become one of the sexiest men alive. <laughs> I did that a show a couple weeks ago. Women were throwing clothes on the stage. I don't think they were turned on. I think they were going, "Iron this, wash this." Well, if I have OCD, my wife has a condition I have termed GILD, get it later disorder. <laughs> we get it later. I didn't have time. I'll get it later. Later seems to never come. Get it later. It's dangerous. Went to the bathroom one night. She had left her drawer out. Just was. Just, oh, oh, oh man. Oh. 
Woke up the next day. She goes, what was that noise last night? What was that noise? I said, you left your drawer out. I cut my leg. She goes, oh, I didn't have time. I didn't have time. I'm like, what do you mean you didn't have time? I didn't have time. I was in a hurry. I didn't have time. I said, I take, get, get your stuff. Okay, get your iPhone. Put it on the stopwatch. Ready? Time this. How long was that? Let's do it again. Ready? How long? And, and you know, there's a little frustrating. I had a cough one night, walk downstairs, go to get a glass, go to open the cupboard. It was dark. I went to open it. I missed it because it was open. I just said, boom. Oh. 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 Wake up the next morning in a pool of blood on my pillow. She said, what happened to you? I said, I, you left the cupboard door. I didn't have time. I didn't even get to finish. You didn't leave the cupboard off. And it can be so easy to get frustrated with those little pieces, but I I don't because that's 95% of the time she's incredible. I love the little pieces. God has blessed me with. My wife has a condition. 4-0 student, language arts teacher, and yet she will mix up words all the time. And it's just entertaining. We're having a disagreement. In the middle of this agreement, we don't fight really hard anymore. It's just disagreement. She goes, okay, okay, listen. Listen, you say potato, I say tomato. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's really not. It's not even close. And then there's times I just don't, I don't even know what she's talking about. She goes, I'm just telling you, that just broke the last straw. Is that good? <laughs> Bad? We're driving. She wanted to throw an idea at me. She goes, no, I don't want you to make a decision. I'm not saying we have to do it. I just want to, I just want to put a bug in your ear to chew on. <laughs> she said, what does that look for? That I don't really eat bugs. <laughs> and I can't chew with my ears. <laughs> And this is one of my favorites of last year. This lady calls her sister, new job. New job, calls her, how's your new job? I hate it. Why do you hate your new job? My boss, he's always breathing down my throat. I would hate that job too. And I love this one. This only happened a couple weeks ago. A guy said he was in a meeting, got heated, and this guy in his meeting goes, you know what, I just want to let you know you just insulted my ignorance. <laughs> I, just, I would live for that. Well, I can assure you I did not mean to insult your ignorance. I fully intended to validate your ignorance. And then there's the extremes. Another lady said her dad had a spot, spot on his hand, called her mom. Hey, how's dad's spot? She goes, oh, I don't think it's anything, but made him a doctor's appointment next week anyway. I'm going to go have him get an autopsy. <laughs> Not very optimistic there, are we? That's... But I love that about my wife. And I need my wife. I I only love her. I need her. Because we have children. (laughs) 
I tell you this, my least favorite phrase as a dad, I might have. I might have. Last February, it was cold last February. I'm driving my sons to school. When I hear out of the back seat, uh oh. What do you mean, uh oh? Uh, I'm, I might, I might have forgot something. <laughs> you might have forgot something. Now I want to just take a little poll here. Someone on this side of the room here, uh, February, driving to school, he might have forgotten what? Coat. Very good. Very good. Backpack. Very good. I thought of those as well. That wasn't it, but those are good guesses. Someone over here just, I might have forgotten. Who said shoes? Do you know my son? He said I might have forgot my shoes. I said, well, look on your feet. Do you see shoes on your feet? No, sir. At what point do you walk outside? Across a cold concrete floor and not have the thought, there's nothing on my feet. <laughs> Amazing. But I, I absolutely love him. He's a great student, great little athlete, good kid. And out of nowhere, he'll just come up with something. About a month and a half ago, he's like, Dad, are you going on tour in Florida at any time? I'm like, Yeah, I go there a few times. You go to Orlando, can I go? I'm like, sure, man, you can go. I said, why do you want to go to Orlando? I want to go to SeaWorld. I'm like, dude, you really didn't like SeaWorld as a kid. He goes, I know, I just want to walk around and see people's reaction. <laughs> so, what do you mean a reaction? He goes, I'm taking a fishing pole. And there's something about life that don't get distracted by all the stuff out there. What is, what is really important? And those thoughts go through my mind. What's really important? And, and I learned this through my kids a lot. God shows me this through my children. About a year later, they were in bed one night. My boys shared a room and we lived downstairs and their room was upstairs. And in the middle of the night, three in the morning, I hear, Daddy! he was sick. I run up the stairs. I walk in. He is standing on his bed. Standing on his bed like a superhero. Daddy! Daddy! I said, dude, what are you doing? He went, Daddy! And like he'd been rehearsing this or something. Three in the morning, he goes, Daddy, I want chocolate milk. Now, please. I said, dude, it's, it's night-night time. And he looked at me like maybe he didn't hear this right. I'm standing up. I should get on my knee. He drops to his knees. Daddy, mama, chocolate milk. Now, please. <laughs> like, dude, it's night-night time. I said, it's, you got to go to bed. And he looks at me, and the look on his face is like, what part of this do you not get? <laughs> I'm saying all the right words. 
And I lay him down. And he's like, Daddy, I want chocolate milk, please. And I was like, dude, I will get you all the chocolate milk you want in the morning. But right now, it's night-night time. And he put his head on the pillow, and he turned up, and he went, chocolate milk, please. <laughs> I said, no, buddy, it's night-night time. And he rolled over and went, okay, Daddy. And he went to sleep. And as I walked down the steps, it was one of those moments. Now, God has never spoken to me audibly. Never heard that. But it was between conscious, unconscious, that part of the soul where you're just like, I know this is something more than me. And, and God just whispered, Ken, that's the way I want you to be. I want you to ask for anything. And just know that I'm only going to give you what's best when it's best. And I was just like, I literally stopped on the stairs that night. I just went, oh, wow. This Focus on the Family broadcast will continue in just a moment. Insurance is all about convenience and claim service. Hi, this is Danny Deeks, president of Deeks Insurance. At Deeks, this means in case of an accident or loss, the last thing you should worry about is reaching your insurance broker. Our insurance partners offer 24-7 claim service to get you the help you need anytime, day or night. As your broker, we will be there to help guide you through the claims process. To learn more about our claim service or our home and auto insurance products, you can visit us at deeksinsurance.ca. Hi, this is Jim Daly. Is your family feeling tired, restless, even stressed out? Well, you're not alone. These are tough times, and that's why we at Focus on the Family have created something new and helpful for you and your loved ones. It's called Focus at Home, a free on-demand streaming service featuring the faith-filled content from Focus on the Family that you know and trust. With Focus at Home, it's like you're getting access to our content vault. Explore old favorites like Adventures in Odyssey or Radio Theater. Discover new interactive children's stories. And we'll have a few surprises for you along the way. There's something fun for every member of the family. And we'll keep adding fresh titles so you can check in every day. Best of all, it's 100% biblically based. Sign up now and get total access to our best content for families during this challenging season. Visit FocusOnTheFamily.ca focusonthefamily.ca Thanks for listening to Focus on the Family. Let's resume now with the balance of today's programming. And see, not only do I want to recognize those moments, I want to recognize the moments as they're happening. And I need help with that too. And I ask God all the time, God, help me not miss these moments. I'm driving my son to practice last year. Last year I get to coach him. I love coaching basketball. We're driving to pull up to a red light. And my son goes, Dad, I'm like, whoa, 14 years old. I'm like, man, that's unbelievable. It's a brand new Maserati right next to us. And he goes, Dad, how fast do you think it'll go? I'm like, I don't know. And he says, how much do you think it goes? I'm like, I'm not sure. And then it hit me, Ken, this is a moment. And I said, you know what? I could have one of those. He said, really? And I'm like, yes. And I said, I could have one paid for. And he's like, really? I said, yes. I said, you know why I don't? He said, why? I said, you. I said, you were the reason I don't have one. And he went, oh, man. And I said, no, not all, man. I said, dude, I wouldn't trade you for 10 Maseratis. You're unbelievable. You're incredible. You can applaud that. Yeah. 
And I just saw him well up like, whoa. And I'm like, you're way better than a Mazda. You better than 10. That car's getting old. You're getting better. We can hang out together. You can feed yourself. You don't poop in your pants anymore. Dude, you're awesome. You are awesome. And I got to tell you, though, I'm stunned he made it. I really am. Because he's got an older brother, 11 months older. And he made it through some tough times because my older son, I'll never forget this. My oldest son was probably just about two. So he was just about 10, 11 months. And you remember those little bouncy seats? Those little bouncy, you put the baby in a bouncy seat? Cody was in one of those and it got really quiet. When you have babies, quiet is not good. (laughs) I walked around the corner. There's my oldest son straddled over the bouncy seat with a bag of cheese puffs. Stuffing them into Cody's mouth. He's got like 10 cheese puffs. Oh, oh. And he'd put one in and go. Poor kid's going. I ran over. I'm like, Graham, Graham, stop. He goes, he like it. And I don't know if you have children that are close in age, and it's normal. They don't get along all the time. And we have a very simple discipline, like if you can't get along, you sit on the steps. Sit on the steps. A fate worse than death. <laughs> sit on the steps. And they would just sit, oh, man, five minutes seems like an eternity to like a five-year-old. I was walking down the hall one day, and out of the room where they shared, I hear this major thud. This I'm like, that can't be good. <laughs> so I start walking down the hall to investigate. As right before I get to the doorway, I hear my second son sniffling. And my oldest son going, I didn't mean to, man. I didn't mean to, man. He said, we don't want to sit on the steps, man. We don't want to sit on the steps. <laughs> and I hear Cody's like, I know, man. Just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. <laughs> to cheer him on. He's like, take the pain, man. Take the pain. (laughs) Where do you hear that when you're six years old? Wow. I'm surprised they survive. I really am. And then I, I remember we were reading these books when they were born. Read the books. Put them on a schedule. We did that. That worked great. We read and said, I let them make choices. Let them make choices early and often and let them find out through failure and learn through failure. Let them make choices. When the earlier they are, make the choices obvious. Four years old, my oldest son came in. He was exhausted one night. (laughs) It's time for bed. I'm I'm not tired. I'm not tired. Like you're tired. And I thought, great part for a choice. I said, now, I said, you have a choice. Would you like to put on your pajamas and brush your teeth and go to bed? Or would you like a spanking? <laughs> and he sat there, he's like, um, under my pajamas and go to bed? I'm like, that's a great choice. That is the choice I would have made. Good choice. 
If you have children, you know they're different. Eleven months later, my second son, he turns four and he's had a night. He's exhausted. He's staggering. He's so tired. I'm like, it's time for bed. I'm not, I'm not tired. I don't want to stay up. I'm not tired. Like, you're tired. I don't want to, I don't want to, go, I don't want to go to bed. And I was like, okay, you have a choice. Do you want to brush your teeth, put on your jamas and go to bed, or do you want to spank it? And he stood there. Mm. <laughs> like three minutes. I'm like, did you hear me? And he goes, um, after the spanking, can I stay up? Five years later, we have a little girl. How many of you have little girls? Wow. They are different. <laughs> she hits four. She's on the verge of tears. She's so quiet. She's tired. So, like, you're tired. You need to go to bed. It's past your bedtime. I don't want to go to bed. I don't want to go to bed. Well, you're tired. You need to go to bed. I don't want to go to bed. Okay. You have a choice. Do you want to put on your pajamas and brush your teeth and go to bed? Or do you want to spank you? She put her finger in my face. No! I don't think that's one of the choices. And then there's details, different details. I love this. You get a time where you're feeling bad about yourself, feeling a little down, a little depressed, thinking, I need some entertainment, but I got no money. I tell you what to do. You go to Walmart. <laughs> yes. Skip reality TV. You got reality right there. That is a freak show every day right there. I love, I love Walmart. There's always, after midnight, there's always one family with little kids walking around Walmart two in the morning. And the mom's got her halter top on, just yelling at the kids, why are you so grumpy? What's wrong with you? So grumpy. You better straighten up. Why are you so grumpy? I'm living for the day that one of those little kids just goes, my parents are idiots. I got a mullet and an earring and a tattoo and I'm only four. <laughs> there are moments. There are just those moments in life. And I, and I tell you, I love those moments. We were actually, when the boys were small, we took them to Disney World. I don't know if you've ever seen this or not, but the Breakfast with the Characters. Have you seen that? It's where you pay like 40 bucks for cold eggs. <laughs> and you're sitting there eating and wondering why you paid $40 for cold eggs. And these big furry people walk out. And it's awesome. It's like, oh, <laughs> they were awesome. Last day we were there, we decided we want a memento, a memory. And we took them to downtown Disney, took them to a souvenir shop. They had this wall, huge wall of stuffed animals. And they're just like, oh, said you can get one of anything. My oldest son went into shopper's trauma. I want this one. Oh, I want this one. I want this one. I want. And like eight of them going. Oh. 
I watched him freak out. And then I watched Cody. Cody was right down here to my right. I'm watching Graham do spinning drills and Cody's standing right there. Now, Disney makes most of their stuffed animals gender neutral. They make a few that are masculine in nature. To my knowledge, they only make one that is feminine in nature. And that is Duchess the Cat. My rough and tumble Cody is standing here holding Duchess. I said, what are you doing there, buddy? I want a kitty. I said, you want, you want a kitty? And he goes, I want a kitty. I'm like, what? You, Tigger. Tigger's a cat. You love Tigger. No, I want a kitty. The Lion King. You love Lion King. Rawr. And he's like, I want a kitty. Every time I made a suggestion, it got closer and tighter. And he held on for dear life. I'm like, oh, that's your choice. He loved this cat. He kept this cat for years. And, I, and he never wavered. He loved this cat. I'm like, okay, you got the kitty, all right. And I'll never forget, we came home. Two weeks later, I went to tuck him in to bed. And I always loved to pray over my kids when they're little. I always pray, and I'd touch the different parts. I would just pray. I'm like, God, give them wisdom beyond their days. And I'd touch their head. Give them a heart of compassion. Give them arms that reach out to others. Give them legs that walk in the truth. But Lord, please, please, most of all, Lord, give them joy. And I would just tickle them till they cannot breathe. And when they couldn't handle it anymore, they would go, My joy takes fall! My joy takes fall! <laughs> and I would go, Lord, thank you for giving them joy. And I walked in. I said, Cody, it's time for bed. And he was kneeling on his bed, and I walked in, and he's got his back to the door. I said, buddy, hop into bed. Time for bed. He goes, Daddy, come here. And I walked around. There's Duchess laying on his bed with his little green blanket over her. And he goes, Daddy, what? And he leaned over and he goes, I pray the head and the heart and the legs. Joy, 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 joy. <laughs> and he said, look, daddy, I'm the daddy. I said, you can keep the cat. <laughs> oh, it's just, oh. What a memory and what a priceless moment from Ken Kington on today's Focus on the Family. John, this has been fun today, but Ken made an important point with the last story. Children mimic us. Mm -hmm. Uh, His son, Cody, was repeating the prayer that he'd heard Ken say every night with him. And I think that's a great reminder for us as parents. Your children are watching Let them see you being a faithful follower of Jesus Christ. And that's one of the best things you can do for them. And it might be overwhelming for some, but Ken gave us a really good first step to take, and that is to just pray with your children. Give them that model of how we can approach our Heavenly Father and praise Him and admit when we've done wrong and then ask for what we need. That's a great point, John. And we'll post some helpful articles about prayer on our website. Come check it out. 
And let me just say, if you need someone to pray for you, uh, please give us a call. Our staff would be honored to hear your concerns and pray with you. And if your situation warrants it, uh, they can have one of our caring Christian counselors give you a call back. And please, if you can, uh, make a donation to support the work here at Focus on the Family Canada. And when you get in touch, ask about how to get a DVD of this presentation from Ken Kington with over an hour of content, and we'd love to get it into your hands. And it's available when you call 800, the letter A in the word family. When you get in touch and request that DVD, please consider making a generous donation to Focus on the Family Canada today. You can also donate and request that DVD at focusonthefamily.ca. On behalf of Jim Daly and the entire team, thanks for listening today to Focus on the Family. I'm John Fuller inviting you back as we once more help you and your family thrive in Christ. 